Butterflies return someday. Here is We Survive Abuse with Tanya G.J. Prince. This week I did a post um, called Women, Taint Nobody's Business, Who You Choose to Love. And I, it's one of my favorite posts that I've written, and and, and I see that it got, it got it got it got a bit of traffic. So we're going to stay with this theme of understanding boundaries and all of that because what I understand is, if even if you have your boundaries set in place, you know, you know who you are, what you want to do, all of that. Society, it, it everything changes so much. Situations come up that can challenge us a little bit. So one of the things we wanted to do was basically I recorded some of the main points of that post um, for you to have to take with you on the go. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Okay, let's pick up from this week's post because I'd really like for you all to have uh, this this to go with you for understanding. All right, first of all, may we define sexual coercion, please? So we are all on the same page. Sexual coercion is when someone pressures, sorry, (laughs) pressures, tricks, threatens, manipulates or forces you in a non-physical way to make you think that you owe them sex. One more time. Sexual coercion is when someone pressures, tricks, threatens, manipulates or forces you into a non in a non-physical way, making you think you owe them sex. How many of you remember that episode on Law and Order SVU? And I, I think this was based on real life, where the gentleman called into the fast food restaurant and tricked the young lady into stripping or having sex with some, you know, some co-workers into stripping and having sex with one another or something simply by a phone call because he pretended to be um some of someone in a position of authority um so that's pretty much you you get the gist it does it the person doesn't have to be right there beside you they can be on the phone they can be on the you know on the internet yes that has happened now i recall that has definitely happened on the internet where a, a gentleman who's now serving like a hundred and some years uh pressured young ladies from i think three countries to strip and take pictures and photos, young girls to take photos. And he was on the internet and they didn't know him. But um, I guess, yeah, that it has me concerned then that young women are being told that if they don't, you know, date a certain way or decide a certain way that you are, you know, if there's consequences attached to the end, a lot of us are going to, you know, that's when our red flag is going to go up. 
because there should be no consequences at the end. Because if you think about it, someone telling you that would never let you say the same thing to them. They would never say that. They would never let you say say that to them and then they they you know go along with it. But anyway, let's get into this. I'm going to start with the paragraph that begins with media influence. Fairy tales, movies, books, and media will have you believing that love combinations aren't really that complicated. Anyone can have a safe, healthy, loving relationship with anyone else. One person plus another person equals love. It's as simple as that. It's a popular plot device or trope in nonfiction where the girl who ends up living happily ever after with the man she first rejected or didn't like and and, and you know it basically pushing forth that that narrative that women really don't know what's right for them they really don't know they have to be persuaded they have to be encouraged they have to be you know made fun of they you know something dramatic has to happen for her to see that quote unquote John was the right person for her all along. And I'm telling you, that's fiction. It's it, it makes for a great movie. Probably some of those are some of my favorite movies. Comes to my Breakfast Club, where um, Molly Ringwald didn't like, oh gosh, oh, I hate that I forgot his name because I can see his face. But Molly Ringwald didn't like him. He was the tough guy. She was the, you know, the bougie, stuck up, rich girl. And then in the end, they're great for each other. That does happen sometimes. But it doesn't necessarily happen, you know? And and remember, she was, you know, we knew she was bougie. We knew she was stuck up because she hated the bad boy so much. So, you know, that it's great. It's cute. It's cute for a movie. It really is. Doesn't always work in real life. In real life, we hope that girls and women are empowered to just trust their gut and intuition. We hope. That society, as as we make room for everyone, as we should, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about us making room for everyone. I hope that society also makes room for all girls and women to connect with the people they choose to connect to based on their own personal wants, needs, desires, and beliefs. So we're gonna make room for everybody. We're also going to make for room for women and girls to be independent and make their own decisions. Wouldn't that be great? This next section, breaking boundaries. One in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner. One in 10 women have been raped by an independent partner. And I got to give you this quote. Audrey Lord says, if I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. The real truth is, it ain't none of your business why a girl or a woman would not date you. That's her business. That's her. It belo- all of it belongs to her. She belongs to her and every part of her belongs to her. It is up to her. I know the society has always had a very difficult time with that, but that is the truth. No one is entitled to an intimate relationship with any woman. You're not entitled to a friendship. You're not entitled to an intimate relationship. You're not entitled to be married to her, to to anything. She belongs to her. This trend 
of trying to persuade women and girls about their dating preferences is, is, is really troubling because now, you know, when we look at social media, it, 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 it's so much more far reaching. It's not just the people that she's, you know, women and girls are happening upon in their lives. It's, it's, it's not just that. It's the people they're happening upon around the world online. It's a very authoritarian to this. It's very authoritarian to decide that girls and women must date a certain demographic or be labeled as someone who hates that demographic. This reaction brings up thoughts about rape culture, common rape tactics that uh, predators. Yeah, because that's who uses this. Predators put in place to get what they want and in, and avoid rejection. And if we could just put a little pin right there right quick. That's the thing. It, it It's about someone else. It isn't putting the woman or the girl first. Folks aren't coming to, to girls and saying, you know what? If you're with me, you will have this. I will see to it that you have that. And I will see to it that you have all of these things. And your everyday is like this. And you're going to smile. And we're going to get through things. And girl, I'm the one for you. Because I'm the one who's going to be there. And I'm going to be beside you. And this, no one's coming there with that kind of sales pitch. Uh-uh. Everybody's saying, you owe me. Because. And that's not that. That. That's that's not the way we, we're going to be doing things. That's not the way women are going to be doing things. That's not the way we want our girls doing things. That has hurt us. That has destroyed us. And, and that can't continue. Now, going back to the two topics, you're going to hear coercion again. Because folks... Um, try to break through your barriers through two ways. They want to get close to you. So they can, you know, I don't know what they want to do. But whatever it is they want to do, they need to be close to you. And that's an issue. So grooming means someone is trying to wear you down until they persuade you to go along. Well, it's similar to coercion, except that grooming is, is I think... I think it's a lot more tactical. The the campaign is a little longer because they're also grooming the people around you to believe that, hey, I'm a great person. I'm a great guy. I love kids. All that, you know, oh, I love, you know, I love to treat women as, you know, all of that. Grooming the people around you, grooming you, making you think all these things that really aren't true at all. And unfortunately, by the time you find out, you're in danger. You're in danger. And keep in mind, people may use your empathy and goodwill against you. And some people, unfortunately, give in because it seems easier, because they feel guilty, they feel ashamed, or they feel afraid. Folks may say things like, hey, you wouldn't want me to be sad, would you? You wouldn't want to hurt my feelings, would you? You wouldn't want to cause my depression, would you? We see that too often in uh, domestic violence um, where you're assisting a a woman who is, you know, taking taking back her power. And the next thing you know, it's it's just not unusual to get a call saying, 
you know, he's in the hospital. He tried to kill himself. And yeah, as you can imagine, there goes that. Uh, coercion is more, it, it, it's different. I'll just say that. Um, coercion is more like if you don't say you want to date another woman, you're homophobic. It, what's wrong with dating a woman? Are you homophobic? All these things, you know, a woman, to say this to a woman, you don't want to date another woman. Maybe that makes you homophobic. What do you think is wrong with me? And shoot, that best the question. What's wrong with you then that you don't want to date me? Maybe you're just homophobic. This sounds too much like workplace sexual harassment that too many women deal with just to make a living. If you don't have sex with me, I don't know if I can give you a good evaluation. If you don't have, if you don't date me, I'll tell everyone. If you don't date me, you'll never work in this town again. See, same stuff, just, you know, rebranded. All right, so let me get down to this next part that I really want you to be able to take with you because this was a long post. But there's some key points I'd like you to be able to have at the ready. Another stat, please. 72% of all murder-suicides involve an intimate partner. 90, 70, I'll say that a little more slowly. 72% of all murder-suicides involve an intimate partner. I mean, these folks know, you know, they're they in a relationship. 94% of the victims of these murder-suicides are female. That's us, y'all. That's women and girls going down. That's us. Alright. So moving down the line. I wanted to give you that stat. Hold on, guys. I'm getting to the point. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Here we go. We're at the points to remember. Anytime and every time that a woman makes a choice about whether or not to be intimate or romantic with someone, she has to consider her safety. You must consider your safety. If you think this guy has been dangerous before, if um, or this woman has been dangerous before, has been violent before, if it happened to them, it can happen to you. And the likelihood is high. They've done it before. It's, it's not that much to go ahead and do it again. We, as women, you know, people have to honor and respect that when we, when women and girls connect, and I'm talking about older girls who are dating, you know, like 17 might be dating a boy or something. Um, we have so much more to think about than, than love and happiness and dreams and weddings. We really got to consider our safety. I mean, I, can you imagine that? It's, it's <laughs> till death do you part might come, you know, at the end of a gun real early in your life you know these are things we have to consider I don't think people give us enough you know enough space to consider next a woman must consider whether or not she believes that this relationship will kill her we, we said that um, here are some stats though one in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence intimate partner, uh, sexual sexual violence, and or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as 
So when, you know, you're being stalked, here's some of the impacts, the injury, fearfulness, terror, post-traumatic disorder, use of victim services, and contraction of a sexually transmitted disease. Next point. And by the way, we, we, we got these stats from NCADV, National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. We want to thank them. And we also want to um, shout out Rain, um, Rape. Oh gosh, y'all, I can never get that right. I'm going to pull it up later. We'll move on. But NCADV. All right, next. The boundary lines that you surrender in favor of being accommodating are not always easily recoverable. And, and that's one that I kind of came up with in my, um, that's my quote from my reaction to what some of the things that have been going on on, such, uh, on social media over the years is that, you know, sometimes what we don't understand is that sometimes we can be nice. You know, we're women. Be nice, be nice, be nice. Go ahead, just give in this once, this twice, whatever. And the next thing you know, we're somebody's doggone target, somebody's prey, and wondering how the heck did it get this far? So understand that you know people people don't like bent boundaries. They're not they're not going to react um, more, more often than not. People are not going to have this great groovy reaction. Good people do. People who know how to respect other people do. But most of the time, listen. It, it, sometimes you're going you're going to how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? So in any case, moving on. Next point. Find people. All of us. Find people. You don't have to convince, persuade, nor cross-examine into loving you. No one should have to be convinced to love you. No one should have to be persuaded to love you. No one should have to be threatened with, do this or else you are this and I will tell everyone that you are. That's not love. And that's pretty much that situation. That's on its way to being a terrible, terrible, terrible situation. Next point. Remember, please, she won't date me. So that makes her you know, back in the day, square. That makes her whatever, you know, approved, bougie, stuck up. She won't date me, so that makes her insert name, slur, or accusation. Is a common tactic sexual predators use for grooming victims to loosen their firm stances. And it's, it's let me see y'all, I'm sorry, I messed up this sentence. Oh, yeah. And it's also used by rejected men who kill women, who kill women also use um, that to justify. I mean, they will have children in front of your children and in front of your your mom and get before the police and say, well, you know, it's it's her fault. She wouldn't date me. You know, and, and then call you all kind of names. No remorse whatsoever. I just saw that the other day in the I saw chaos in court. It's a show, and and I saw the sons beat up the, the the person who murdered their 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 mother, and he, and he murdered her because he, you know I told her. You know this this sense of entitlement, and ownership, over women and our love and our and our beauty and our time. 
So, you know, those are things you really have to watch out for. And I hate to see people walk into that trap because it's so difficult to um, shake yourself loose from. Let us keep in mind, please, next point, that consent is not just for heterosexual relationships. Um, there have been quite a few times where I've had someone to call me who was in um, a, you know, a, a LGBT relationship, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, I, I don't think I've, but anyway, in, in a relationship and um, it was, you know, it, it wasn't your typical heterosexual relationship. And so uh, people are always, unfortunately, you know, folks are really, it's challenging for them to even make that call because not everybody is empathetic or compassionate. Um, when that when that type of call comes in. So even then, once they figure out, okay, this is someone who's going to listen, next they got to get over the hurdle of, does domestic violence apply to my relationship? You know, it, it, literally somebody said, does it apply to me? You know, could, could that happen to me? Could rape happen to me? I feel I'm being, it feels like rape to me. Is, is that, you know, it is rape. It is, I'm sorry, but it is. And so let us please remember that no matter what kind of relationship you're, you know, romantic, intimate relationship you're having, consent, um, you know, I I do like the term consent is sexy, man. You, you, we need enthusiastic. Yes. Yes. On, you know, by both parties consent. If you don't have that, um, even in a relationship that's not your, you know, your, uh, heterosexual relationship um, yeah we probably got a pretty big problem consent next point consent is applicable to situations connections where one or more parties are gay lesbian bisexual and or trans which is what I just said but I, I definitely want to emphasize that next a woman's desire to love one person doesn't mean she hates any or all other people like that So a black woman marrying a white man doesn't necessarily, unless you heard her say it out of her mouth or saw something where she wrote it, hate black men, especially if you have no other evidence beyond that she married a white guy. Now, I know people are like, wait a minute, you black girls, you know, I I get it. I get it. Here we go. The problem that we have is that Sometimes in various small communities, you may have someone who marries a white person, but then comes back and, and, you know, totally demeans and, and talks horribly about, um, the women from their own, uh, race. And, and now that's unacceptable. That's completely unacceptable. That's a different, that's a whole different animal. That's completely unacceptable. But just because someone marries in doesn't mean, and again, take that same thing. Just because that black woman married that white man doesn't mean that she doesn't have her own, she doesn't come in with her own biases and things like that. And that white man, we're not saying he doesn't have his own biases, prejudices, and he's not racist. You can't get that out of that. You need more information. And so that's what I'm saying when you 
say to these young ladies, hey, you can't date someone because, you know, if you're not dating the guy because they're poor, you're not dating the guy because of this, because of that. That's why it's really none of your business because you don't have enough information anyway. I don't, let's make this point clear, please. I don't want to is the only reason a woman needs not to date you. No addendums, no, no, nothing, no, no background, nothing. I don't want to is the only reason she needs. I don't want to is the only reason a, a, a woman needs to, to be able to say, I, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to is the only reason a woman needs not to participate in any sexual activity with you. And let's include our girls in that because unfortunately y'all know why we need to. Ignore people who don't like that you have a right to make your own choices because there are some people who will look at you because whatever your station in life is, and you know, your your economic status, where you live, what you know, what who your parents are, what have you, who think you have no right to make the choices and decisions that you are making because that would put you on my level. Ignore those people. You're just going to have to ignore those people. Maybe they'll come along, maybe they won't. Unless you want random people with loads of opinions all in your business and in your bedroom, I really would advise you to stay out of other people's because it's, it's amazing to me, these folks who are telling people what they should and shouldn't do and and who they sh- you know who the criteria for loving uh, you know for 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 being quote unquote woke and all this stuff it's amazing to me because now if i turn that around and we start talking about your choices and your decisions and and and, and we start scrutinizing and, and doing an audit of your stuff now you're going to get mad so why do that to someone else Whoever you are, whatever you look like, whatever you believe, whatever your flaws, afflictions, or challenges, listen, there's always going to be somebody who will never date someone like you. And yet, there are a lot of people who can't wait. They, I mean, they can't wait. They are praying for you. They are looking for you. They wish you were there today. There are people out there waiting for someone just like you. And if you're looking for somebody too, the advice I would have for everyone is go find your people. Your people are out there. Don't spend time on folks who, you know, got to be convinced and all this. Listen, find your people. You don't ever need to be concerned about people who won't date you and what they possibly have against dating you. You don't ever need to be concerned about that. There are people out there, there are plenty of people who want to, who will embrace you with open arms. There are plenty of people like that. And one of the things I said in this post, and I mean it, as a domestic violence advocate, be extremely thankful that some doors are closed and pray for locks to be on those doors. Now, I'm going to close this one out, but we will be doing another one on boundaries because I think it's important because, you know, our young girls are more and more being exposed to, you know, the entire globe. And, and you know, we, we sometimes have no control of that. Um, 
and, and so I think people have to have to definitely be educated about um, their power. You know, their power. Their Yeah, I would put it that way. Their power. You have power. You have power. And it's okay that people don't like that you have power, but you do. So, in any case, I'm going to close this out. Thank you for listening. Look for us to come back on this uh, really, really soon. All right. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to visit us at one of our uh, sister sites, WeSurviveAbuse.com, uh, SurviveAffirmations.com, and BraidTheLadder.org. Thanks for listening. Pass the information on if you if you got something out of it. Thanks a lot. Bye, guys. <laughs>